1: Mark Hockman. When I'm at the cash pop machine, that is when I look my sexiest.
2: We are going to get buck
3: wild. Go suck an egg. Channing Crowder. Hey, hey, Sugarfoot.
2: Small bladder. Big Urethra. Alejandro Solana. Birds are expert hunters. They eat seeds. This is how we do it. Sports. Pizza. Always tastes
1: better if someone refers to it as uh
3: I'm gonna kick you in the ankle.
1: Now, I don't think people can sometimes grasp the enormity of the oceans.
3: More sports. I'll put this asparagus on him. That song is a banger. That song do be right. <coughs> the most sports. On the mound for the Marlins. Hello. I'm a 3D guy. What would Jesus do? I don't know. The Hawkman and Crowder extravaganza begins no. now a
2: wednesday show hey and crowder i don't know if you can tell by the music but hawks off so jimmy kick rocks you bum <laughs> that's who's playing the music <laughs> you, today
3: you took over
2: i'm taking over
3: okay well sorry jimmy
2: i no nothing... no don't even don't even comment on it you <laughs> bum <laughs> oh jeez, okay. I won't. <laughs>
3: Jimmy, I have no control over this lunatic.
2: Hawk I is don't either. Uh, Hawk is off today. I want to get into uh something here about regarding Jimmy. His his mom, this is really nice actually. This is really kind. His mom made all of us here at the radio station crowder. I'm holding it up to the camera. Uh cookies. And oh. uh, for for all of us. And uh you're not here. Hawk is off, so excellent timing. But no, seriously, it happens to be a very, very kind gesture by the Garcia family. I want to try these on air in a few minutes. Maybe not this segment because there's a lot to get to today. But I want to try these on air at some point, and we'll do uh, a full review of the Garcia <laughs> family cookies live on the air, Jimmy.
3: What are what kind of cookies are they, Jimmy?
2: They're like sugar cookies. They look good. I, I'm, I'm, oh, he let's see. He cheaped out oh cheap out. no great. they're made they're homemade oh they're homemade. my goodness look at that yeah them look good yeah they look good so we'll we'll get man. to this at some point um it's the holidays you know I mean oh yeah talk dolphins for four hours I mean you know we gotta got find out if they're legit or not on Sunday Crowder
3: Bro, I went I went Christmas shopping for the kids. It is stressful. I hate being an adult in Christmas.
2: Here's what I did this morning, crowd. I'm not even. I'm not even joking. I'm. It's so funny you brought that up. Here's what I did this morning. I sat down on Amazon, and I only bought gifts that could get here pre-Christmas because I waited. I w- I waited until today because, bro, Christmas is is what? What's today? Wednesday. Christmas is like four days from now. Yeah. Oh, five days. Literally, Christmas is five days from now, and. I don't know. Like, I I guess I should have realized because it lands on the same day every year. I didn't notice that Christmas was that close to us. Like, We're off on Monday because it's Christmas, Crowder. So this morning I woke up, I'm like, holy hell, Christmas is five days away. I've got to buy gifts today. Right now. I've got to go on Amazon and whatever was Amazon Prime can get here prior to the 24th. That's what I bought. So if... If you didn't want, you know, uh, a a a GPS, a Garmin, sorry. Uh, you're getting a Garmin. Because that's what's getting here pre-Christmas.
3: It me and my wife got into it today a little bit. You know, you know, I love my I love Asia to death, but she was like, Where where should we go today? You know, we have to get the kids stuff. We went to Target the other day. We got all the little the little crap. Oh, don't tell, tell me you to went the- to a mall today, Crowder.
2: Please no, don't tell we
3: me. We had to get the big this is this. I'm glad you said that because that was my wife's <laughs> advice because you're you have feminine energy. Uh-huh. I what? was like, let's go to Bass Pro Shop. And she was like, What? I was like, <laughs> let's go to Bass Pro Shop. Get the kids like a paddleboard, get them a kayak, you know, get my son some fishing stuff. Get my I want to get my daughter into hunting because I think it's so cool when like pretty little girls go outdoors. Not cool. So I got all this hunting stuff. I got all this fishing stuff. For the kids, and I think it's a great idea. Like, encourage them to be outside. That's one thing, because nowadays, all they do, you as well, of all y'all do is play on your damn phones and iPads. Yeah. So, encourage them in getting outside, but also, like, teach them how to hunt, teach them how to fish, get them, like, almost encourage to my children what I want them to do. Yeah. So, in three or four years, like, now we have something we because we already fished together. So, now I'm hoping my son's 12, my daughter's 10 like in two or three years, I'm going to take them to kill a squirrel and kill a deer and kill a raccoon. Yeah, no, like you're not. That's what, that's what I want my kids to do.
2: Yeah, you're going to take them, and they're going to sit on their phones and scroll through TikTok. I mean, you're just wasting your time. You know what your daughter really wants? You know what your son really wants? Brand new iPhones. Go out, buy them the brand, the the, the most recent. I, I don't even know which one it's on anymore. Fifteen. Thank you, Jimmy. Go get them the iPhone 15. That's what they want. That's what they want, it is,
3: It's exactly what they want, yeah. and they ask for for Apple Watches.
2: Yeah, boom, Apple Watch right now. You go, you but go I to Best Buy. Have an Apple Watch, two Apple Watches. I want Watches.
3: them to have a twenty-two long round and be able to go out there and shoot a squirrel.
2: <laughs> Your daughter likes tennis. Go buy her like the brand new Babolat racket that just came out. Go buy her she the has- the the Djokovic racket from Head. Like, what are you what are you doing with with a twenty-two round uh, paddle board? Like, are you buying gifts for? The Tiger King? Like, w- what are you doing? I know, spoiled Christmas for these poor kids.
3: So, you're telling me when they open up these um, have a heart traps that catch <laughs> raccoons and possums, they're not going to be happy. Because it's the big gift. It's a huge trap and it's under the tree right now, but it's a have a heart trap to catch raccoons.
2: You grew up in, in Georgia, and I know you, you grew up in South Florida a bit as well in Tampa when your dad played for the Bucks, but you grew up in Georgia, like, as an outdoorsman, that that's what. Yes. But you forget your kids, they're seditty, bro. Like they they order filet mignon when you guys go to bonefish and and Chilean sea bass. They don't want a damn squirrel trap, you idiot! Like <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna spoil Christmas, man. Well, well, they gonna open these squirrel traps and be upset because yeah, Jack. You know who uh, whose Christmas was spoiled yesterday? Crowder, Hawks. Um, he handed me my Christmas bonus yesterday as we were leaving Hollywood Kia. He also uh, handed me one for Jimmy as well. Jimmy, don't let me forget to give it to you. And I handed him some of the worst gambling advice of all time in the 5 o'clock hour. So you had gone already. You had to catch a flight back from New Jersey here to South Florida. And, and what did I say about Ja? You. What did you, I say? You nailed this Ja Morant bet. I... I that was incredible last night, first and foremost. Like, incredible. Yes. The fact that he's able to come back. I mean, I misread that situation almost as bad as I misread the Zion Williamson information. <laughs> Here's what I told Hawk yesterday. Hard rock, Bet app at five. We'll do it again today. And I go, hey, all the attention is going to be on jaw. And let's be real. what's This guy, this guy hasn't played in eight months. He's going to come back. He's going to score 37 and hit a game winner? Come on, that's not realistic. That's not going to happen. Zion, everybody thinks it should have been Jaw who's taken number one. Zion's going to come out. He's going to drop a 30-piece. The over-under is 22-and-a-half. Easy over tonight. Easy over. Zion plays two minutes in the first quarter. He plays like eight minutes in the first half, and he ends up with 13 points. John Morant drops 37 and the game winner in New Orleans in his first game back.
3: Told y'all, man. Ja, 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 whatever he's doing, the brandishing, and I don't even use that word, brandishing the guns and all that. Bro, Ja <laughs> Morant is a dog on that court. It's crazy. And he wanted to come back and prove to y'all that I am an all-star, which he should have been all-star last year too, and all the, the hoopla got around him. Bro. Job Moran is one of the most talented athletes in the world right now. I don't know why y'all keep trying Job.
2: It's crazy, man. He did have the opportunity to do the funniest damn thing yesterday after hitting that game winner. Just post a picture of a gun on Instagram yesterday. It would have been the funniest thing in the damn world. No. (laughs) I saw a bunch of. I'm going to text Job
3: right now. I have Job Moran's number. Do you? I I take pride in it. Uh
2: huh. Yeah. Ask him what he thinks about squirrel traps from uh for christmas he he
3: built like he's built like y'all y'all don't really understand getting your own food the masculinity of catching a squirrel killing a squirrel cleaning a squirrel cooking a squirrel
2: and eating a squirrel i find it so damn funny when, you know, all these we, – we I always jo- joke about you being a TikTok bro. You're going to end up being the final boss on TikTok where, like, you're doing a dance with your family, but you're also giving financial advice and you're selling something. It's like, I know where this is all headed with – Crowder you. powder. Yeah. But hey, – Hey, Jimmy, that's funny. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that's something you can do on TikTok.
3: More crowder powder for you, Jimmy. How about that? You just, you, you just talked yourself out of crowder powder.
2: <laughs> Damn. But um, I always find it so funny when, you know, the, these people, there was, like, this guy, Liver King, on Instagram who ended up being a phony. But, like, you know, these people who talk about, you know, don't be – you You were doing it the other day with the alpha stuff. And when things go, things go wrong in the world, you want to be a man. You want to be able to provide for your mm-hmm. family. That in- involves you going out and you killing a deer with your bare hands. And you being able to go into the wilderness and survive, and that's what proves who's real and who's not. And, you know, when, when the world comes to an end, that's who's going to survive. And I'm like, you're telling me I'm going to have to go out and, and like, big game for my own food? Like, if this is, you know, 1822 and I'm living out in the, the damn wilderness? Hey, there's no PlayStation. There's no heat games for me to go to. There's no Sunday night football. I'm good. Take me out of this world. Honestly, like, what are we doing with that? I, I have to have. I, I have to go kill my own squirrel to prove yeah. that I can live in this world when there's like this uh, doomsday. Like, I'm good. You, if there's a doomsday, I hope I'm the first one to go. Truthfully, I hope you, I'm the first have, one to go. You know what? And if I Am Legend happens, you're
3: dead. You're going to be one of those zombies, and yeah. I'm going to have to kill you. I'm going to have to kill you. And guess Solana, what? I don't. G- want, I, guess what? I really care about you, Solana. You're my boy. Yeah. But when you become a zombie, I'm gonna kill you. And I am legend. I'm gonna take your blood and try to find a result <laughs> for it. Try to find a vaccine. I'm uh-huh. sorry. I'm gonna kill you. I'm and- gonna. I'm gonna yeah. strap you up by
2: your ankle. You're, you're gonna be Will Smith, is what you're saying?
3: Yes, I'm gonna be. Okay. Will Okay. And-, and, and guess who you ended, ended up dying at the end?
2: Guess who ended up dying at the end? Will Smith. But, but the butterfly, he followed the butterfly. <laughs> he didn't follow the butterfly. He <laughs> died at the end. Just take me out first so I don't have to live eight years by myself okay. trying to find a cure. That By the way, we don't really know if they found the cure or not. He, he thought he found they the found cure. the cure. They followed the butterfly. You didn't watch the movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, so here's, uh, here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk with Zach Gelb in the next segment. He's going to join us, talk some football. We were obviously very encouraged about the Miami Dolphins. Blowing out the the New York Jets oh. and got a did big you watch, game. Did you watch Hard Knocks last night? I didn't watch the entire thing. I watched the clips uploaded on on Twitter this was, morning. So, truthfully, I, I wasn't able to catch the entire thing.
3: It was pretty good. I'm stuck now. They got me. When the end season Hard Knocks, especially the Dolphins, they got
2: me. The Mike McDaniel opening uh, like remarks yes. or whatever, the, the spiel at the very beginning, I mean, brother. <laughs> no wonder the Jet the Jets had no chance after give that. Give me a wall to run through. Yes. Please give me a wall to run through. Yes. Um we'll talk more about that. Um and we are going to have on Zach Elb. Zach Elb officially became the three to six PM host on CBS National Radio today, which is pretty cool. So he's going to join us on the next segment. Find out his thoughts on um the Dolphins versus the Cowboys game coming up. We're also going to talk with Rohan Nadkarni. Whenever Hawk is off and I get to control the range of the show, other than telling Jimmy he can't play his trash music, um, I always like to bring on Rohan Nadkarni. He covers uh, the NBA for SI.com. He's from South Florida. He's a massive Channing Crowder fan. And he always has like some sort of question about your past in the NFL. So I'm looking forward yeah. to that. Plus, talking heat. Heat are at the Magic tonight, 7 p.m., Following the conclusion of this show, I'll have preheat with tip-off coming up at 7 p.m. Um, and then there's a bunch of things going on as we get to headlines here, driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Center. Why buy your truck at a car store, Palmetto Ford? We know trucks. Bradley Chubb, Crowder, named AFC Defensive Player of the Week. Seven QB pressures against the Jets. Three sacks, two forced fumbles, fumble return. We talked about it on Monday, but he's turned out to be worth every single penny that Chris Greer gave him. It took a little while for that to be true, but that statement is now officially true.
3: It was two guys that stepped up, Bradley Chubb, because Jalen Phillips went down in that first Jets game. And then Bradley Chubb now stepped up. Bradley Chubb went stupid in the second Jets game. We just we watched it. He went crazy. But also the Jalen Waddle thing. We talked about earlier this week where Tyreek's out Jalen, Jalen, he is not Tyreek Hill. Jalen is a step beneath Tyreek. But Jalen Waddle could be a number one receiver on 20-plus teams in this league. Jalen Waddle's a monster. And for now, to watch Mike McDaniel make him the eight catches, 142 or something like that, that was encouraging because now Jalen step up. And now when Tyreek comes back, Jalen's not going to the back burner. It's like, okay, we could see he can go 142 for eight. Like, let's see what he can do with Tyreek. Let's put the pressure on the defense. So Bradley Chubb stepping up. Jalen Waddle stepping up. This time of the season where, okay, oh, Tyreek's out. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? We're going to have our a great receiver have a great game. Bradley Chubb, what you going to do? Jalen Phillips is out for the season. Torres Achilles. Okay, Bradley Chubb is just going to be the defensive player of the week in the NFL. Crazy. Brian Flores. I'm Brian Flores. Chris Greer. I hate <laughs> I don't want to say hate. Hate's a strong word. I don't really like Brian Flores yeah. as a head coach. Chris Greer has put together a roster of Mike McDaniels and Vic Fangio. Got to give Vic his, cur- his uh, credit. They're maximizing every single bit they have. And I'm going to tell you, if you didn't look at it, the quarterbacks from the other team aren't even looking Jalen Ramsey's way because why would you look over there? Xavier and Howard, get ready. You're going to get a lot of work in the end of the season. We have three more games, pretty good quarterbacks in these three games. Dak Prescott, you have Josh Allen, and you have Lamar Jackson. Xavier Howard's about to get tested because nobody's looking over there, Jalen.
2: Yeah. Um, By the way, David Firones and all the beat writers right now are reporting from Dolphins practice. So here are the players not seen participating in practice to the the portion available to media right now. So this could change, obviously. But Tyreek Hill, Raheem Mostert, Chan, Xavier Howard, Teron Armstead, Austin Jackson, Robert Hunt, all those guys not seen participating in practice. Javon Holland, we know, because he missed our show yesterday. He was in rehab pretty much all day. He was seen stretching, and Durham Smythe was seen working out on the sideline. Deshaun Elliott was in red. I, I imagine that's a non-contact practice jersey, yeah. right, in red. Um, so that's a lot of names not practicing. It's Wednesday, so... Yeah, yeah. We, we, good. Yeah. we good, We're good. We good. We are good. <laughs> we good. We are good. But that, that is... That's a lot of names. That's all I'm saying. That's a lot of names. Yes. But considering... The amount of guys that were out defensively, we know Jalen Phillips, but Deshaun Elliott didn't play, Javon Holland didn't play, Xavier Howard didn't play. I like you're you're literally down to the bottom of that depth chart defensively the other day for a lot of positions, and they balled. I know, I know the Jets mm-hmm. are ass. I know, I get it. But still <laughs> to to be seriously though, Crowder, to be that hurt defensively, we talk about Tyreek Hill being out the offensive line. The defense was the one limping into that game against the Jets. With all the injuries, X was a surprise out as well. To be missing that many starters on defense and to shut out a team, bro, that was a message sent by the Dolphins on Sunday.
3: Oh, yeah. Chitoka team out, and you're right. Who do we see? We saw Zach Wilson, who Bradley Chubb almost murdered him. Like Bradley Chubb almost caught a charge when he hit him and made him fumble. Trevor Simeon had to get in. The Jets are a bad team, a very bad offense. Their defense can play. They're a very bad offense. It is hard to hold a team in the NFL for four quarters to zero points. That's difficult. I don't give a damn who you are. The Dolphins right now are rolling into the playoffs beautifully. And if they can get injuries and they get these injured guys back with all those guys, like, I'll tell you right now, I'll say it. I don't know him. I know him. Like, we're friends. I have, he has his number. I'm just name dropping today. Raheem Mostert is not hurt. Raheem Mostert is okay, he just doesn't need to practice anymore yeah. because he's leading the NFL in rushing touchdowns Yeah, in front of Christian McCaffrey, in front of all the guys you love. Raheem Mostert, and he said it on Hard Knocks last night, he was like, I'm having the best football season of my life. And he really is. It's because of the structure of it. Alex Ingold, they, um, they kind of premiered last night with all the charity he does, being the Walter Payton Man of the Year. But he is a damn good fullback, and he plays tight end. They didn't talk about it, but I was watching the backup footage. Like, they put him in tight end positions because of the fact that he's such a good blocker. Like, bro, it's roll- the Dolphins are rolling right now, and the Tennessee game was a letdown. That was a letdown, I'll be honest. Then you come back and choke a team to death, beat them 30 to nothing, and now you're going into Dallas, coming to your house to see a top NFC team versus a top AFC team. This is what you want to do. In the past, this was, this was a side game. Oh, we got a great NFC team. We have a playoff team coming into our house. Right now, bro, the excitement should be through the roof. Please, Dolphin fans, do not have PTSD about this team. It's a different talent. It's a more talented team. It's a different coach team. And it's a different managed team with Chris Greer and Stephen Rawls opening that pocketbook. Bro, we should be excited right now. And I hate that I got to talk Dolphin fans off a ledge. I talked about it. Being at the game on Sunday, I was like a dolphin, you know, a dolphin poster almost. Yeah, they're like, oh well, you know, is Tua gonna be okay? I said, bro, Tua leads the NFL in passing raw yards, and it's damn week fourteen. Like, what are you talking about, bro? Stop with the the Chris the 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 uh, the Brian Flores. Stop with the Joe Philbin talk. Stop with the Tony Spirano talk. This is a new team. This is a extremely good roster, and we should be excited about what we have right now in South Florida. I hope so.
2: I hope you're right. No, no, Look, no. You, you're doing December, it. December. You're doing it. Uh, <laughs> bad vibes, Dallas man. is coming
3: to town. Yeah, Dallas is coming to town. Bad vibes. He just got their ass whooped. Dallas just got their ass whooped. What did they score? Three points or something crazy?
2: Bad vibes, bro. Th- who just whooped Dallas? The Bills, 31 to 10.
3: 31 to 10. And... The the Dallas Cowboys are seven and zero at home. Perfect conditions, indoor Jerry World. Yeah, they're, they're three, three and four. Three and
2: four. Yeah, yeah. They're outside. trash on the road. They don't
3: want to. They don't want to deal with elements. They don't want to deal with weather. They don't want to deal with that stuff. They need. I I compared them inside NFL last night. They are like those perfect little Instagram models, or yeah. they you know the ladies that need the perfect conditions to be pretty. Oh, it's too humid outside. My makeup's gonna run. Oh, it's humid outside. My hair's going to fluff. The Dolphins don't need that to be successful. We've seen it because we play and stuff like that. The Dallas Cowboys are divas, and you should not be scared of the Dallas Cowboys.
2: All I'm hearing is we're going to get the most pissed off Cowboys team at Hard Rock Stadium on Sunday, and it, it might partially be your fault because Dak Prespo, Prescott knows you've been trashing him all these years. He's going to come. He's going to want to prove something to you. I wouldn't be surprised if after the game he says, hey, bleep Channing Crowder. Bleep Channing Crowder. That's what I'm expecting. That, we got huh? We, we got to wrap it up.
3: Scott has 31 grown people teeth and he has one adolescence tooth in his mouth. <laughs> if you look on the left side of his mouth, it's a baby tooth, and that's when he struggles when the baby tooth takes over.
2: Okay, veneers. All right, uh, we gotta we gotta go because Zach Gelb is uh is already joined, and we still have to take a commercial break. We have to celebrate Zach Gelb today as well. Uh, quickly, your weather from the Demesman and Dover Law Firm another chilly day here in South Florida. It's freezing. It's in the 70s. I mean, it's it's too cold here in South Florida. Um, all right, on the other side, we'll talk Zach Gelb. Hawk is out. It's Crowder, Solana, right here on the Hawkman and Crowder Show. You're listening to 560 WQAM. Coming up next
0: on the Hawk and Crowder Show.
2: You know, I like big butts, <laughs> and I cannot lie. Hawk
0: and
1: Crowder.
0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
2: I'm going to talk with Zach Gelbier in a second. Hawk is off today, so it's Crowder and Solana taking you up until about 540. Don't forget, Heat may play the magic. Tonight tip off will be at 7 p.m. I've got preheat coming up a little bit later. By the way, we've got a chance for you to win a pair of four day passes and a camping spot to see the Welcome to Rockville Music Festival at Daytona Beach International Speedway coming next May. If you want to see the Foo Fighters, Jelly Roll, Motley Crue, Greta Van Fleet, Judas Priest, Stone Temple Pilots, and more, text the word Daytona. That's Daytona. D-A-Y-T-O-N-A to 20357. Daytona to 20357. Get that word right and you're ready to win. For more info, go to our contest page at wqam.com. Again, that word is Daytona. All right, let's talk with Zach Gelb. He hosts the Zach Gelb Show nationally on CBS Sports Radio. Joins us on the Toyota of Hollywood Hotline. And that show is officially the 3 to 6 p.m. Slot, moving forward on CBS Sports Radio. I don't know if you saw that today, Crowder, but Gelb, first of all, welcome. And second of all, congratulations, man. That's, uh, that's awesome news.
1: Well, thank you guys very much. I, I do appreciate uh, those congratulatory messages from both you guys earlier today and then uh, when we get on the air here.
2: Yeah. Best part, Crowder, is that we don't even get to listen to it. Three to six goes up right <laughs> against us. So uh, <laughs> it's the best part. I
3: don't want to compete with Gail, Jesus Christ. You know what? It's the best part for me. Easy competition. <laughs> <laughs> I don't compete because Gail is good as hell at what he does. <laughs> Wait, um, wait
1: until we start becoming enemies, you know. Oh, we got to get on in Florida. Screw those Hockman and Crowder guys. They're so disrespectful. Bunch of jerks. <laughs> Cowboys oh, be- fans, let's go! Let's go, Cowboys! Yeah, we're gonna change go on Crowder boys. in a second.
2: I'm, uh, oh, I'm, I'm, Crowder. I'm, uh, I'm sending Gelb congratulatory pub subs for the big occasion. So that's how, uh, that's oh, how you're that's celebrating nice. from us. Yeah, a bunch of pub subs. I- I- I'm looking right forward
1: to it. A- And I'm not just saying this for shtick, but yesterday uh, someone in the office brought in Katz's Deli. I didn't think about you at all, Solana, but I was eating that sandwich, and it was absolutely delicious. I love me some pastrami. So
2: overrated. You ate a choke sandwich at Katz's Deli. I mean, so overrated.
1: What, are we talking about the heat now in the finals? Oh, you didn't want to go there, did you? All
2: right. Zach Gelb, (laughs) again, congrats to him. Three to six nationally on CBS Sports Radio. Um, I, I want to start here, Gelb, because... I did hear you yesterday doing one of your CBS Sports Minute. We'll get into Dolphins-Cowboys in a second. But mm-hmm. you were talking about who you believe should win NFL Coach of the Year. And there were a couple guys. I'm, I'm looking at the lines right now. Um, the Colts head coach, Shane Steichen, Dan yep. Campbell with the lines, D'Amico Ryans. I believe, if I remember correctly, uh, you had Steichen, right, winning Coach of the Year? Yes. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Right now, entering the final three weeks of the season.
2: So you, you named three guys, and I didn't hear you name Mike McDaniel. And I'm I swear I'm not trying to be – Dolphins sure. Dolphins bias Dolphins homer but I I I think he has a legitimate shot here if the Dolphins final three games can beat the Cowboys and beat the Bills at home at least and maybe beat the Ravens like what would it take for Mike McDaniel to at least be in that conversation of top 3 uh in terms of NFL head coach of the year award well, I, I think he'd have to win the AFC East, something
1: that I thought he was going to do before the season started. I'm not anti-Mike McDaniel. Remember, I only get 30 seconds, even though they call that a CBS Sports Minute, so I can't list everybody. But I just thought what Stefanski has done with everybody hurt, Steichen, what he's done with everybody hurt, and D'Amico Ryan's. no one was talking about the Texans potentially win the, NFC, uh, the AFC South. I just thought those three guys are more deserving. It's nothing against Mike McDaniel. The guy is an unbelievable coach. What he's done the last two years, he has blown away. Uh, every thought that was about him, which was a lot of it negative when he was hired, uh, one of the more charismatic coaches in football. Uh, but let's see if the Dolphins can win one of these two games the next two weeks and actually be a legit opponent first this season.
3: And, Gail, talking about superlatives, man, I don't know if you have spoke on this, um, the MVP – Is it Brock Purdy's to lose right now? Because he's good, but he's not the most valuable person in the NFL right now. Like, is it Brock Purdy's to lose? So funny, since you guys love those CBS
1: Sports Minutes, I just recorded another one today that will air coming up in a bit on 560 WQAM. And I said that Brock Purdy and all quarterbacks for the NFL MVP in 100-yard dash, they start out on the 50-yard line. And Brock Purdy... Right now, statistically, there's a case for him to be made to win the NFL MVP. Now, I don't think he should win it. I think he will win it. Personally, I would go with the first non-quarterback to win the award since 2012, or maybe a wide receiver who's never won the award in Tyreek Hill or Christian McCaffrey. Probably Hill not playing last week keeps him out of it because he's not going to get to 2,000. But he's more valuable than Tua. He's more valuable than Brock Purdy as well. And uh, for run CMC also on uh, the 49ers I think he's more valuable than than Brock Purdy uh than Brock Purdy so I would go either Tyreek or, or run CMC.
2: I did see that stat Purdy is second in passing yards despite being last in the NFL in pass attempts of quarterbacks you know who have started X amount of games and have thrown x amount of passes and he's won That's in crazy. a lot of
1: categories he's he's going to win the award um but I think it's just who's the best quarterback not who's the
3: actual most valuable player so you put Lam- you put Lamar Jackson on the 49ers team huh. and that team is unbeatable. Yeah, like well, they're unbeatable Pur- right now it feels like. But I'm saying like Brock Brock Purdy Brock Purdy is the least important person on that Debo and 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 Kittle and Run CMC that damn so- defense and Fred Warner mm-hmm. like he he he's just there becoming a guy that's an mvp i can't ride with that well
1: well he does throw the ball downfield and that's like a misnomer like he has had some 40 yard touchdown passes through the air to kittle a few weeks ago um i early in the year was like yeah he's a a system quarterback he's a a game manager he's played more than that this year and look when he got knocked out of the nfc title game they ended up getting blown out the thing with brock purdy he won't get his big time praise. I know you could say that is winning the MVP would be big time praise, but I'm talking about things that people actually care about. Until he wins the 49ers a Super Bowl, because Jimmy G came up short, um, and you know they've been rotating quarterbacks in there for the last few years. He wins them the Super Bowl. I don't care what you call him; he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback, and maybe the MVP of the league, and also the MVP of the Super Bowl. All
2: right, let's uh, let's move forward here because Dolphins Cowboys, uh, a lot riding on this game for Channing Crowder. Here, here's I think I speak for South Floridians when I say very disappointed in the Monday Night Football loss. It was abysmal. Yeah. But impressed that the Dolphins followed it. I know the Jets yeah. are the Jets are ass. But thirty to nothing blowout without Tyree kill, without a bunch of injuries, uh, a bunch of players who were injured in that Dolphins defense. We were all encouraged not only that they won, but that they blew out a really bad Jets team. So now going into the Cowboys this week, you have some sort of momentum. What what are your overall thoughts going into this game? Dolphins, Cowboys, Christmas Eve at Hard Rock Stadium, Cowboys coming off a big loss. Uh, So so I really
1: don't care about the Jet performance. Yeah, you'd rather have it than have it be a close game. You know, my Patriots, they suck. They were able to beat the Jets. So the Jets without Aaron Rodgers are just a bad football team, even though they do have some talented players and a good defense. You know, you give the Dolphins credit for – for dominating a team without Tyreek Hill. Absolutely. I'm I'm not taking anything away from that. Uh, This is going to be a game that's going to be won by the quarterbacks. Uh, Both of these teams are good teams. They have not, you know, I know that the, the Cowboys just beat the Eagles, but for the most part this season, neither of these teams have beat great teams. That's been the conversation about them, and it's coming down to which quarterback's going to make the big throw late between Tuatunga Bailoa and Dak Prescott. Both quarterbacks who I think are good quarterbacks, but not great quarterbacks. And we got to see how they perform in the big moment. So I expect a a good
3: game, a high-scoring game, and it's going to come down to which quarterback doesn't turn over the football. And Gail, these last three games, you say about Tua where he's not a great quarterback. And I'm with you. I can't say he's on a Patrick he's Mahomes good. level. He's good. Not great. Not elite. But it can in these next three games, Cowboys, Ravens, Bills, can we talk to you after the Bills game? And what could happen where you would say, hey, fellas, Tua's elite. They split one of these next two games
1: and then they beat the Bills going toe-to-toe with Josh Allen. You know, it's going to be tough to have anything negative to say about Tua. Like, even if he doesn't do that, I still think it's tough to really talk negatively about Tua this year. But right now, even with how special the Dolphin season this is, I go back to that Chiefs game in Kansas City. And those back-to-back plays are what are ingrained in my mind when he had the underthrow down the left so- sideline, and it was a severe underthrow. And the next play, he fumbled the snap. You know that, unfortunately for him, was the biggest moment of the regular season so far. And now you have a stretch where the Bills are hot. I think the Bills are going to the Super Bowl. And you guys know me; I picked the Dolphins when the AFC is before the start of the season. I say that each and every week when I go on this show and remind people. I'm starting to feel that Buffalo. They're going to beat the Chargers. They're going to beat the Patriots. And you know, Miami doesn't win these next two games. They they've dropped one of them. Then that week 17 or week 18 game is going to be flex of Sunday Night Football and it's going to come down to see who wins the division.
3: And hey, ZG, what about Dak? Because we know mm. we talk about them all the time. You know, Dallas. I put you on the map you call, with your Dak take. <laughs> you call them the Dallas yeah. Roaches and all that stuff like the, the drama Dallas,
1: Dallas uh uh choking cowboys with their cockroach
3: fans. <laughs> yes. But but with Dak, like we saw last year, 10 point Ten damn points. Yeah, is it because I, I I painted the narrative on Inside the NFL last night when you're seven and zero away from home. I mean seven and zero at home, scoring thirty mm-hmm. plus points, and you go on the road outside of Jerry's world in the elements, and you can't and generate dragged. offense. It's like is is that the narrative for Dallas? Because I said it, they're going to have to play in San Francisco or Philly. You know, Tampa's outside. Like you look at the NFC teams that are going to win. And it's going to go to the playoffs mm-hmm. and all of them play outside. Is that, is that what Dallas has to prove is that they just have to play outside of Jerry's world.
1: The Cowboys are like when you're single and you're going out and you're with a girl, you're talking to a girl. She's like a seven and an eight, a seven and a half, eight. She's really good looking. You know, you'd be fortunate to go home and, and sleep with her. But then like a 10 walks by and you're like, uh oh, okay, I'm going in a different direction. That's what the Cowboys are. They're good. They play the part. They dress up. They go 11, 12, 13 wins. They look like they're elite. But then in the big moment, they eventually fall and they just fold and they choke and they don't get the job done. And Channing, shame on you, because last week you're starting to get a little bit nervous. Everybody going after you, everyone resurfacing your take. (laughs) And you started to do the slow walk back. And I said, Channing, you are forgetting what you said and what you said. Was in the big game, he won't get the job done. They haven't played a big game yet. We know that they could go win double digit games each and every year. They've done it the last two years, and they've already, you know, they've now done it for a third straight
2: year. He, he, he. I'm glad you're holding him accountable. He was walking it back, and you know how this ends. It's Crowder giving Dak Prescott Crowder powder on the pivot at some point in the near future. <laughs> and like you know, we all know how this ends. Um, in training camp,
1: hey four, four, four.
3: Here's the Crowder powder. Four, love you four. <laughs> You know, give me, me a pro hug for it. Love you, love you. Get that me, Crowder Powder. Let me, let me, let me tell y'all, I'll i be honest. There's no chance me and Dak are giving any hugs anytime soon. <laughs> the 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 Crowder Dak Prescott experience mm-hmm. is over, Gil. Let me after that
1: clip went viral, where I thought you were just fair, and it wasn't in like a bad place. You were just giving your analysis, a football player talking about things that are football related and, and you saying that he has limitations. Um, did you hear from the Prescott camp? Did you, did you hear from anyone close to Dak about that?
3: I, um, well, the, the pivot, our producer has a lot of connections in Dallas. And mm-hmm. like, once I went, once, once she, they called me, be honest, Kel, we had to have a damn zoom call. <laughs> I apologize. We had a pivot. <laughs> you created, you created a pivot zoom call on how are we going to deal with this? Yeah. And I'm like, how are we going to deal with what? All I did was tell the truth. Like, they're yeah. going to go play the damn 49ers and get their ass whooped. They're going to play Philly and get their ass whooped. Like, they're not that team. Well, you know, and we went through all this stuff and all the hoopla, and then people had video of me and Dak giving uh, – me dapping up Dak. At, that was at, awesome. in, um Oxnard. So we mm-hmm. went to Oxnard, and Dak ran, Dak ran over and dapped us all up. Yeah, yeah. And They're like, oh, you want to hug him? You want to hug him, but now you're going to talk bad about him. This is the difference between real life and analysis. Mm-hmm. And the analysis I see with Dak is exactly what we talked about. Like he's going to fold in the fourth quarter down by five to go win a game. And I still believe that way. I backed up last week because Dak had a run of four weeks where he had a thousand yards. He ran like 280. He had a he had an MVP run. And I was like, damn, is he gonna prove me wrong? And then he goes out and scores 10 points against the Bills. And I'm like, yeah. yep. I apologize for pulling my thought back because Mm -hmm. I know you just said it, Gail. When they get in that time, I'll say it again. It's going to be between two and three minutes. They're going to be down by four points. He's going to have to go score a touchdown. He's not going to do it. And they're going to lose well into the playoffs. And the 49ers are going to go to the Super Bowl. That's exactly what's going to happen. And this is my thing with you. You see, you learned
1: a little bit from Sid Rosenberg, and I don't think there's anything wrong in apologizing, right? You get something wrong, you apologize. But sometimes it looks like you're going to get something wrong and you try to put the flames out early. It don't look like you've gotten anything wrong yet, right? Like, we have not got to the big spot. That's why I was disappointed with the premature apology from Channing Crowder. And that's what happens when you're, when you're too involved with all these off-the-field ventures like the Crowder powder and becoming an Instagram model and all those things. You forget what you actually said. It's
3: so all checks right. and balances here. It's, it's all Gail, right, I'm Crowder. not an Instagram model, Gelb. I'm an influencer. Same thing.
2: Tomato, oh tomato. Gelb, <laughs> re- really quickly I'll probably here. get fired
1: for that. I just got promoted. I'll probably get fired for that comment.
2: <laughs> I'll be asking you guys for work soon. <laughs> really uh, really quickly here, uh, rapid fire, so one word answers. Eagles, yeah. fraudulent? Yes, disappointing. Um, next Chargers coach, is it more likely to be Bill Belichick or Jim Harbaugh? Um, I'll say Harbaugh, even though I've been pushing Belichick since October. What do you think about stadium proposals? Yes or no?
1: Stupid. I would never propose uh, to my significant other in a in a stadium. That would be terrible.
2: Pub subs versus Katz's Deli.
1: Is this just like a dumb question segment? <laughs> Katz's Deli. Please.
2: Wrong. Wrong. I like a
1: pub sub. Like, this is the thing. The pub sub is my Dak Prescott. I don't hate Dak don't Prescott. I think the pub sub is good. It's just not elite.
2: We don't have time. Um, <laughs> we're very excited for you, Gellup. Congratulations. Thank Three you. to Congrats, six. CBS Sports Radio nationally. Obviously, you know we're on three to six, so uh, you know uh, choose wisely. I use the rewind function once you're done true. listening
1: to Crowder and Hockman, Just use that Great Odyssey app rewind function on CBS. Sports very true. Right? And
2: our listeners, you know, they're they're just as excited for you as we are. One text came in: this guy's a jerk off, and then the other one said Zach Gelb nice. is a bum. So from our listeners, <laughs> Crowder and I, to you, we uh, we love you. My paycheck
3: still clears. I'm good.
2: Hey I'm Gelb, happy. Gelb, seriously, well deserved.
3: <laughs> Direct deposit,
2: baby. Well-deserved. You know, this guy's legit, so actually follow him and uh, listen to his pod. Gelb, thank you very much.
1: You got it, guys. And everyone Call me a bum, I love you. I love you so much. (laughs) Big fat kiss.
2: Zach Gelb, uh, Crowder, and Solana. We continue on here. Hawk is off. More coming up on 560
0: WQAM.